you couldn't override it. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. Nice. All right. Welcome everybody. To real brothers, real brothers to the real for the real world. And I'm TL, and that's my man Stace. What's up, y'all? We have uh, two special guests today uh, of the uh, NAAGA. We have Jarrell and Carice of that Gun Talk, and we're gonna bust it up about all of this, uh, you know, uh, gun violence and, and and the rest of it. Um, we want to welcome y'all to our digital neighborhood. And uh, Stace, why don't you let us know, you know what topics uh, we're going to be knocking out tonight. All right. Once again, y'all, like TL said, welcome to our weekly podcast, The Real Brothers of the Real World. This is our digital neighborhood. Uh, like you said, we're going to be joined from uh, joined today by a couple of special guests of the uh, National African-American Gun Association. Uh, we have four topics we're going to roll out. Feel free to click on the link, submit your questions, or maybe click on the link and join us. Uh, first topic, we have NRA versus NAAGA, NAGA. We have gun safety. We have black militia. And should every black person own a gun? Uh, but as we said, uh, as we talked about, Jarrell, um, we, we're going to start the, the conversation off with those four topics there. And then we'll let the conversation go where it goes. Um, but before, but, before, uh, before we get into the topics, why don't yes. you tell us a little bit about... Uh, you and Jarrell and, uh, I mean, excuse me, you and Carice yeah, sure. and uh, the NA, NAAGA, yeah, the National yes. African so, American uh, Gun Association. I'm, I'm Jarrell Crew, my wife's Carice Crew, uh, and we started uh, that Gun Talk Firearm Safety training class. Uh, so we started um, because of the passion that we had for the people in our community. Mm. And, you know, seeing people you know, do things in the community and get injured by firearms when it never had to happen in the first place. If there was education and training behind that, you know, was breaking my heart. Mm. So my passion has always been to our community to make sure that our people are up to speed and, and are educated in firearm safety, mm. how to utilize the firearm, not only how to utilize the fire, utilize the firearm, but also um, when you are able to shoot, when you are not able to shoot, understand the laws, understand reciprocity right. in different states. Yeah. Nice. The laws, are, they vary in different states. You nice. know, and so a lot of things, you know, can be stopped, man, if we just take that time, get that training, that educational piece down, and then we understand how we move. Because we know if we move in the wrong direction or a wrong way, that's it for us. That's right. 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 That's, that's it right. for us. Right. You know, we we, we, all, we that's it. We, we done. So, you know, the passion and, and the passion brothers is, is, is to protect the community, the neighborhood, you know, people in our community and the surrounding areas, man, that come to us to learn more about this firearm safety training piece, you know, and people are just, you know, so afraid of the climate that's going on right now. Mm, true. You know, that, and, I'm, and we're getting a large influx of women coming in. Yeah, I saw that. Our women coming in. Hey, Carice. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Carice. Welcome. Welcome to the digital neighborhood. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good. Thanks for having us. No problem. Nice to see you guys. No, thank you hey, for coming on. Yeah. yeah we, Jarrell was just telling us about, uh, you uh, you know, why you guys got into the uh, NAA. Uh, NAGA? Uh, NAGA. Yeah. NAGA. Yeah. National American Gun Association. Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, you know, and, and I can say it now when when I'm um, having a conversation with uh, Atlas, um, as soon as he mentioned the organization, I knew that we had to do something to get you on, because as TL said earlier, he's a huge gun enthusiast, uh, yeah. which kind of explains one of the questions that we're going to talk about. Should every black person own a gun? Yes. And, uh, so I knew that this would be right up his alley. Uh, mm -hmm. I have a quick question, though, in, in reference to something that uh, you said earlier, Jarrell. Mm -hmm. What is one of the biggest misconceptions that folk have about gun ownership um you know i think one of the biggest misconceptions is is that people just have a our i'm gonna say our people just have a natural fear of firearm mm. like just yeah. i don't want to touch it it might go off it might do this and that and that's not the case you know um it's just not the case you know what i mean and so my my, my thing is um when people realize like you know certain firearms have safeties on them right right so I always break down and I explain to people that 
listen, a safety is nothing but a mechanical device that can fail. Mm, okay. Right. So right. the real safety that we have is your trigger finger. Wow. Your brain. Yeah. Nice. Right. And that's just you like know? you were saying before, yes. with, with the that's where the training comes mm, into play. Exactly. You know, exactly. because there's a lot of guys out here, especially like we were when I was in Philly uh last week. We were talking about the the gun violence in Philadelphia right now. Yes. And it's surprising because most of the gun violence in Philadelphia is being committed by like from the age groups of like 12 to 18. Right. And that's insane. Like yes, it is. A 12 year old with with, with a firearm. Like, come on, man. We that's really disturbing. Yes, Um, that's that's crazy. All right. So y'all ready to jump into these topics? Um, I'll repeat the topics. Yes, sir. And since you, you all are our guests, you can uh, kind of choose the direction or the first topic that you want to discuss. All right. So okay. we have NRA uh, versus uh, NAAGA, meaning the difference between the two organizations, mm-hmm. gun safety. We have black militias. And should every black person own a gun? So we, so where do you where do you two want to go? Which direction? Which one do you want to tackle? Uh, I mean, we can go with the first one that you discussed about NRA versus NAGA. Things of okay. that nature. So, not not uh, NRA has been around for since like 1821, right? Mm-hmm. So, they have a lot of traction in this gun world, right? So, a lot of training and everything has been developed originally by the NRA. Mm-hmm. So, we give respect to the NRA. Okay. I mean, they've been there; they put in the most time. Mm-hmm. Have there been some issues? Have there been some complaints? Has there been some missteps? Yes. But you know what? I think you find that in every organization, you're going to find some bad apples. They're going to be there. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I know a person in the NRA, and I'm actually a member now of the NRA as well. And I'm a, we're both members of the NRA, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, and we're trainers as well. Yeah, we're also instructors in the NRA as well. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, wow. Because it's, it's important to be well-rounded in this, in this game. Mm. you got to be well-rounded. Um, you got to understand that there's bad apples everywhere you go. Right. There's also some good apples there as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I met I met a person there in the NRA, uh, a really nice person, and the brothers really helped us out big time. Mm. Um, as far as bringing my my knowledge up on firearms and how to zero in and things of that nature, you know, very welcoming, opening for us, and is really wanted to help our community and give us training so we can train our community. Nice for, for free. Nice. Wow. You know, right. so that was big respect, you know, on that end. I mean, like I said, had we had issues? Yeah, we had issues in the past with, with NRA. Mm-hmm. But, you know, um, here's a, here's, a, here's a good example for you. I had a young lady that came to me that needed to get her firearm back. I don't know what happened, what the situation was, but she needed to get her firearm back. And she went to the Philadelphia court system and they said, OK, we will grant you your firearm back, back from the police. Yes, mm-hmm. you will be able to get your firearm back. But. You have to take an NRA certified safety course. Wow. Wow. So that's how in. Yeah. Deep they're I... in. You understand? Right. They didn't say USCCA. They didn't say NAGA. Mm. NRA. Right. NRA. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and really, we're all in this 2A thing together. Yeah. Period. 2A. That's mm-hmm. what it is. That's what it's about helping people understand our 2A law. That's, yeah. that's really it. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, NRA, NAGA, USCCA, uh, we're in it to to help people in understand Second Amendment, right? right. I was gonna say two A referring to Second Amendment. So that's really that's the true power behind all of us understanding what we're here for. Yeah, true. those are, those are the things that kind of connect us, unite us. You know, that's one common ground that unites us. That Second Amendment right for us to carry mm-hmm. firearms, the right mm-hmm. to bear arms. You know, that's so important. You know what I mean? But then Naga comes along. An organization started by Philip Smith in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, we have over 40,000 members now, over yeah. 150, cha- 150 chapters throughout the United States of America. And uh, it's sort of like an NRA for black people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw y'all know. have a chapter right. down here in North Carolina. Yeah, he's in yeah. North Carolina. Yo, yeah. So I'm going to be up on that for real. Yes. <laughs> now, now, yeah. now, when you say an NRA, uh, uh, NRA for black folk, why make why say it that way? Why why make that distinction? And then the other question I wanted to go into is, well, I, I saw in the article that you said you were a member and you you left or you saw some things that kind of uh, you weren't comfortable with. So can you can you elaborate on those a little bit? Um, for what now? 
you, you uh, why, why make the distinction? You said uh, the uh, other chapters of NAGA mm-hmm. uh, comes along. You're kind of the, NR, the NRA for black folk. You know, why make that distinction? That's the first thing. And then the second lead-in uh, question was, in the article, you kind of mentioned that you were a member of, of the NRA, left because something wasn't, uh, you weren't quite comfortable with something. So I wanted to know if you can elaborate on that a little bit. Right. So, so which one? Well, I don't, I don't think we've ever left the NRA. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I, maybe we just had to renew our, our membership. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, we've always been a part of the NRA. We've always been a part of NAGA. Um, and we've always been part of USCCA. The USCCA, basically, we, we he's a TC counselor. Uh, he trained me. so now she's an instructor so now i'm an instructor we're really trying because we have women coming out in droves and it's really important that at the end of the day uh we're we're here to help our people Mm. that's it and i think really with naga that's that's the true foundation like uh, of course black people we skeptical right (laughs) nobody wants to get COVID. we didn't want to get that COVID 19 shot at all right so now we have our people us that look like us that are training us. Nice. Right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the reasons that I didn't join the NRA because I didn't I didn't feel as comfortable around mm. especially down here. Mm-hmm. Right. With with the folks who 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 were touting the NRA. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. when I found out and I just found this out recently about the uh about your guys' group, you know, mm-hmm. uh the national African-American gun association. association. Mm -hmm. Like, then I was like, okay, now we talking. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And not that I'm, you know, I'm not racist or anything. Right, exactly. Exactly. It's about comfortability. You know, if I'm going to be around other folks with with the same kind of weaponry that I have, right? I want to be comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, And and it's something also, guys, to be proud of um that you know that you could be trained by someone that looks like you True. you know right and like you said tl it's like it's that comfortability thing that you have because this person looks like me and we ought to be proud of that you know what i mean we ought to be proud of the fact that we have people in our community that are also well trained and respected on both sides right. you know what i'm saying respected on both sides so it's not that the nra or naga is trying to be better than anyone it's just a group of us coming together to help train our black and brown people. Right. They're not, they're not it's not a prejudice organization. Um, all are welcome to join if they choose so. Mm-hmm. But they understand that this is built upon African the African American experience with firearms in America. Right. You right. know, so and we may welcome- and we also, and I may be wrong about this, but I would think that we would be trained a little bit differently just because of the um I want. I don't want to say privilege, but mm-hmm. because of the, the 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 way we're perceived, right, right, right. So it's an extra layer. automatically, a black man with a gun is a criminal, and mm. it's in a lot of folks' eyes. You know what I mean? And listen, so yeah, there's a way. There, there must be a way that you guys navigate that. You know that. As you explain it. That, so is that why you said uh, uh, NAGA is the NRA for black folk? Is that kind of the reason why you said that? Yes, that's kind of the reason why I said that, because listen, you know, the fact of the matter is we do understand that you know, th- there's been a lot of uh, unjustified, you know, Absolutely. shootings in our community. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we do have to train different. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's not always the same. Like so, you know, I had a police officer come into our chapter and speak to our members and I wanted our members to engage him and ask him, what should we do when we get stopped? Mm-hmm. How should we interface with the officer when we get stopped? Wow. Tell us what we should do. You know, so, you know, we can we can survive that situation, right? you know, right. Um, because sometimes, you know, we know a lot of times what happens is, you know, if we get stopped and we do the wrong, we do the wrong steps, we can, we can find ourselves in big trouble. Right, right. So, right. you know, the officer, he, man, he told us that he said, listen, in my 26 years of service, I had an issue with one time with one person who had a license to carry a firearm. Mm. Mm. And that's because he had to shoot a dog that was attacking him. Oh, wow. Everybody mm-hmm. else he dealt with was criminals, man. Right. Was criminals mm-hmm. because they don't, you know, people who have ill will don't go out, get fingerprints, get their photos taken, True. go get background investigations. They don't do all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So it was and another thing is, too, when, when, when we're stopped with a gun, 
right? The, automatically, you know, they don't know us, and I, yeah. you know, I can understand that they fear for their life or whatever right, like that. Right. But you know, their their fear level is already on ten. Yes. Mm -hmm. And once once you tell them there's a gun, you know, right around. Right. Now the the fear the, the fear level is is increased. Right. 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 So you, you know, really have to be able to 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 follow some kind of like. You know, an additional protocol, right? Protocol, yeah. right. Yes. That you know, man, I, I'm trying to get home tonight. Yeah, right. and, so, and that's why I make sure I train our people how you interact with law enforcement. Mm -hmm. You know, I got stopped by the police officer, and uh, he came up to my car. I had my hands on the steering wheel. I said, "Officer, I I am a licensed carrier. I am carrying. It's on my right hip. Mm -hmm. How would you like me to proceed?" Nice. He nice. said, "Thank you very much. I appreciate that." Wow. And I yeah, ain't had no issue. I ain't had no issue. you for your license and your. your I gave my license. license and I gave my license okay. and everything. I gave everything to him. He said my gun license wasn't needed. He appreciated me being honest with him. Went back, gave me a warning, let me go. Mm. Wow. You know, you know, it sounds like even the way you explain that, though, Jarrell, it sounds like uh, a lot of it is being humble. Even um, in the article, we talked about. Um, I'm not sure who said it, but uh, someone said that if they were to witness something their first goal is to be able to get out that's right so really that the the gun is just protection really for you to not get caught up in something that you don't want to get caught up in right you know but right. the goal is still like till just said to get out and to get home safety so exactly. and even listening to the way that you responded you really humbled yourself yes. you know you humbled yourself and said okay you know what your authority Yes. I respect that. You know, I'm carrying and then you proceed it. That's exactly um, right. So but I, I then guess there's situations where you can't control how True. how you know the officer. It depends on where you are. Yes, that's it correct. It depends on the circumstances. That is correct. And the mindset of the you officer. Know what I mean, the mindset of the officer. So there's a lot of moving parts. Yes. Other than, you know, we us doing what we need to do. Yes. You know what I mean? There's yes. also, you know. A, a criteria that needs to be met on this side, right? That are, you know, you know brother, it's really unfortunate how we have to move as African Americans and, and, and black and brown people in this country, right? Um, but you know, like I said, that's why I train our people to move a certain way, like your license. You know, you keep that up in your visor, mm. so you don't have to reach in the glove box for any license or like that. It's in your visor, nice. Also, I'm reaching in my visor to grab my license so I can get this to you. Wow, right. nice. You know, nice. Things I, of that nature. So the worst thing you can do is if you get in the traffic stop with a firearm, most of the time they already know you have a license to carry by reading, running your tags. Mm. Most states they know you have a license to carry. So the, the best thing you can do is not to make subtle movements and or let them just find the gun. Just tell them. Mm. Right. Where you can see them because officers are trained to watch your hands. Right. 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 Keep the hands where you can see them. Officers right here. It's on this side. It's on that side. How is it to proceed? And if there's two officers that walk up to your car, one might be a senior, one might be a rookie. Rookie might be on the passenger side. Senior might be on the driver's side. Seniors ask you questions. You tell the senior, I have a, a license to carry a firearm. He says, where is it at? I say, here's on my side. He says, okay, I want you to slowly hand it to me. And I, and I would say at that point, officer, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I would rather wow. take that because mm -hmm. that rookie officer on the left hand, on mm -hmm. the right hand side, <laughs> right. you see you reaching. And he's that's right. Put, I got a reason. That's right. 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 Yeah, so yeah. we just got to be smart and survive those incidents. That's all. Sure. Just get home. All right. So just a, a, a quick reintro. We're uh, joined today by Carice and Jarrell crew, members of the National African-American Gun Association, and we're discussing gun issues. Yes. Uh, the first topic we talked about NRA and the NAAGA, the acronym for the organization. Now we have three more topics. I want to put them out there. And again, y'all let us know which direction you want to go. We have gun safety. Mm. We have black militia. Mm. And should every black person own a gun? I know where Terry will want to go, but where do y'all want to go since y'all are the guests? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I go either one, whatever you want to do. Which one do you make? I, um, let's hit them with the gun safety and you can talk to them about the universal safety rules. Yeah. That okay. I think that every person should know and live with. <laughs> See, once you understand, gun safety is, is, is like, that's that's our bread. That's what we live by, you know, because that's how we keep people safe in our community. Mm. And and I push throughout my training is gun safety. 
there's universal safety rules in, in the firearm world. They're called universal safety rules. And that first universal safety rule is to treat all guns as though they're loaded mm, mm. and always perform a clearance check every time you pick one up. Wow. So you always do that, right? Uh, the next one is to uh, keep the firearm pointing in a safe direction. And, uh, you know, and don't flag yourself with that muzzle. So always keep that firearm pointing in a safe direction. Don't right? flag yourself with the muzzle? The muzzle. Never run that muzzle across yourself. Oh, oh okay, okay. okay. Or anybody else. We put it this way exactly. Never point that firearm at anything you are not willing to destroy. Okay. Including yourself. Nice. Okay. Right? Got it. So, and when I talk about safe directions with firearm, what is a safe direction? A safe direction is simply a direction that if that firearm happened to go off, it would not hit anyone. Mm. That's a safe direction, right? Then the other rule is keep your finger off the trigger and outside that trigger guard until you're on target and you have made that decision to shoot. Mm. Right? right because you know if a situation comes up and you have to stop yourself from a threat and you grab your firearm and your fingers on the trigger and your adrenaline and endorphins is moving and your body you're, you're shaking right right if fingers on the trigger you may accidentally pull it mm. but mm. to keep it outside that trigger on that and on the frame of the gun at all times until you're on target you and mean, make that decision wow. nobody gets hurt nice right right and please say something to the I hope I hope some of our young brothers and sisters in Philly are listening. You guys that's out here just wielding these these guns, shooting with your eyes closed, mm -hmm. shooting mm -hmm. up you know uh, yes. the neighborhood, shooting up innocent people, ki killing kids. Yes. Listen, li listen to what real using a gun is mm -hmm. all about. Right. You don't shoot a right. gun with your eyes closed. That's you right. don't shoot it sideways. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't shoot right. the gun. You know, exactly. Just, just all right. over the place. You aim, whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to show nobody how to. I understand, my brother. How, I understand. But, but you understand, there's a lot of there's a lot people getting and, killed for no reason. You know, and a lot no of that's right. A lot of that stuff, Tio, is Hollywood. Right, 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 man. Exactly. But when you start right. teaching people the universal safety rules, and that other rule I was going to tell you is you have to know your target. What's beyond it and what's around it? Mm, because right. every shot might not be a good shot. There may be children behind that person. Mm, mm -hmm. right. Maybe children in front of that person. Mm -hmm. right. If you're not a good shot, you might not want to, maybe you might not want to take that shot. Because mm, I right. teach my students and the people in our community that every round that leaves your firearm has an and that misses your intended target or your intended threat. It's going to hit something. Else. It's deadly, right? Bernie's name attached to that. Right. Wow. wow. Everyone you miss. Mm. Right. That's, that's you understand? Right. Wow. So I look at the situation with Alex Baldwin, who shot someone. I was going to say that. You talking about set, the right? Yep. He mm -hmm. broke three of the universal safety rules. Mm -hmm. They say if you break two, you're bound to have an accident. Mm. First of all, he didn't treat that gun like it was loaded. He didn't do perform a clearance check. Who did that? He was told there was a round himself. in that chamber. Right. Right. Himself. Check that out. Right. Then his finger was on the trigger. Right. Mm -hmm. And he had it pointed at somebody. Mm -hmm. Bound mm -hmm. to have an accident. Right. Right. Right, and that's now, what happens in our community. Our children find guns in the home. Parents haven't taught them nothing because they're afraid to teach their children about gun safety. Right, don't right. let the child get the gun. Don't let the child get mystified with the gun. Teach mm. them about it. Mm. But teach see, we got kids aspect. killing, killing other kids for a rep, right, and, and killing other kids for like nonsense, just nonsense. Like it's you know what I mean. Purpose. And 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 I one thing. Now I'm a gun advocate. Yes, sir. You know, Stacy will tell you. Yes, sir. But these kids with getting easy access to these guns—that's a problem. Like man. I'm, 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 I'm mystified as how they even get guns. I can see maybe every once in a while, right? Kids stumble across a gun, right? But these kids is packing like, yeah, seems like I mean, it's a bigger problem. Yeah, like Somebody's they, they packing like it's supposed guns. to be that way, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? Okay. These guns. Wait, we say that again, Jarrell. That somebody's supplying these guns on there. Our you street. go, and, right. and and since you brought it up, what, what as a, as an organization that uh, uh in support of gun ownership, of course, you know, I'll let you explain it. What is your what, how do you view that? Then I I heard what you just said. Somebody supplying mm -hmm. these guns. Mm -hmm. How do you view the fact that so much killing and death and everything has happened, uh, happening in our community from gun violence that? seem to be coming from nowhere what is how do you view that 
to be honest with you, brother, I am still stuck on trying to put this piece together because Philadelphia is like I've never seen before. Mm. And we don't have like, I don't know if it's uh, if it comes down to parenting mm. or what, but we don't have that sense of love for each other no more in the community. Like yeah. growing up, I, I knew everybody in my block. You That's know right. what I mean? The neighbors knew everybody. They could tear my butt up if I did something mm-hmm. wrong and bring me home. And my mother ain't going to jump on them. My father ain't going right. to jump on them. Right. I might get another beat. Right. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. spank or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but, you know, I think these video games, bro, mm. uh, the music, the influential in, in, the, in the music, glorifying, killing each other. I just don't get it. We and, don't and come it, back. This is not a, this is not a game. Right. You don't come back. Right. 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 Over. And we're yeah. making See, I don't think this is from people that respond i don't think these murders are coming from responsible guns correct that's what he said you know earlier yeah that's yeah. The, that and, not coming and, and there. That is it's not coming from there right so so there has to be some entity somewhere that are allowing these guns to into our I mean, absolutely you, you know what i mean because absolutely absolutely there's no way you can go into a a a gun store if you're under what 21 right or 18, mm-hmm. you know what i mean and legally uh, and, and and have you know they they have checks already absolutely right. i'm thinking maybe they need to be a little bit more stringent maybe i'm not yes. sure like i don't know yes. where to go with that you know what i mean it, but but the thing is the people that are actually doing all the killing are the people who getting these guns illegally absolutely you, absolutely. you know what i mean absolutely so and that's so, a big problem, man. I'm, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. No, I'm saying that's a really big problem, and I think that really there needs to be some type of task force put together by the city to go after and to really look into this. Mm. There's mm. no right. way, man, that we can. These youngsters are getting firearms like this. Mm, They're right. getting top seventeens with fifty round magazines and and drums and and, and, and clips put in and in, in the back because of them. Really, so can you really blame the kid? I mean, I mean, he's. He he's right. living the li, living what he sees on TV. Right. He got access to a a deadly weapon, and he thinks, you know, I'm I'm I don't know what he thinks. Actually, well, you know a, a, kid, a kid, no, you can't blame the kid. But a lot of this stuff is also happening with adults that you can blame. That's exactly you know, right. Because, like Jarrell said, I mean that. You know, five. I don't care what you think, but at a certain age, you know, if you're shooting a gun at somebody. You know that you're trying that you there's a possibility right. that if you hit them you're gonna kill them, Absolutely. and those you know there ought to be consequences for that. Now, let, let me ask you this then. Now I I know that the NRA a lot of times you hear them saying things like the only way to to stop a person with a gun is a good guy with a gun, mm-hmm. and their position seems to be push more guns out there, make sure everyone has access to guns regardless if they have mental health issues or abuse their spouse in the past is is almost as if they don't care about any of that where, where do you fall on that you know what, what is it more guns more guns or or or, or less that's a good segue into our next topic for real for real oh, what is it what's the next like, topic? should every black person own okay there you go boom that wasn't even intentional <laughs> all right yeah okay uh we're listening what are your thoughts on that listen um should every black person own a gun um Every black person that has the ability to uh, possess a firearm and has that background that, you know, that's clear to possess a firearm. Yes, you should possess a firearm. Um, Unfortunately, you you know, we have people in our community that have mental illness. Mm -hmm. That's a real that's a real issue in our community. You know, nobody really wants to talk about that. Should a person that have mental illness have a gun? No, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. So there should be back, there should be <laughs> things like that, you know, so yeah, that yeah. they don't get in the hands of, of the wrong people, right? You know, right. things of that nature. Right. Like I had a someone in my family that um he needed me to help him get a firearm, mm-hmm. and I took him out there, and I didn't realize that on his record that you know he had attempted suicide when he was young. So they denied him that firearm mm. because that was in the record. So there are some good checks and bounds that's mm-hmm. out there, you know, that's, that's actually working. Mm-hmm. Um, but the now, problem is, is the people that know how to slip below all of that still to get, get right. a firearm. Right. Right. You know, right. that's the issue. Now, mm-hmm. now speaking, speaking, speaking of a record, right. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, let me see. Well, back in back in the eighties, uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't always the upstanding citizen that I that I am now, right? Gotcha. And I got a I got a couple dings. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Northside Strong joint wasn't the only kind of record I got. You know what I mean? <laughs> Northside Strong was our rap group. In case y'all didn't know. <laughs> yeah, we had record back in the day, but right. that wasn't the only kind of record I had. You know what I'm right. saying? So, uh, is there any remedies mm. for for for, for 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 people who have had trouble in the past, but are now, you know? I haven't had anything on my record since, uh, you know, since the late, I mean, mm-hmm. since the early 90s or the late 80s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, what, you know, how, how does that work? You know, according to the system, as long as you don't have a felony, um, you're able to possess a firearm. Mm. So, you That's know, mm-hmm. here's how they can catch a lot of us up. You know, we get screwed up, you know, um, a young guy came to me and asked me how he wanted he wanted to buy a firearm. He knew somebody I could buy a firearm off of. Mm. And here's the thing: see, if you catch them young, and say, "Listen, you don't need to buy a firearm off the street. You can go buy one legally." Right, right. And if they get it legally and they go through the process, then they'll be less apt to do something crazy to lose that license True. and lose that ability to have that firearm for the rest of their life. That's, you know what right, right. you know Jarrell, that's an interesting point uh, you know but I, I mean what if what if they already let me, let me, wait, had let me, that in they pass oh 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 go ahead I just want to say something just want to say something real quick which is really interesting we always talk about solutions with people out there running buck wild something that Jarrell said was 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 heavy um you you know a young guy with a gun that has it illegally maybe one of the things that we do is try to coax that young person or that person to go actually go get a license because now the respect that they're going to have for that license that they've earned the right way like you said they're less likely to run out there with an unregistered gun running buck wild and lose that privilege for the rest of their life that privilege right and you should have to take a class now i agree with that totally because that would eliminate a whole bunch of these uh oh man Man, uh, you're you are talking know, the truth. People that yes. are, are, are shot. Mm, true. You, you know what I mean? Brother, uh, just you have been in the wrong truth. place. That right, is yeah. the absolute truth, brother. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. When people walk out of our training class, they're like, I didn't know that I couldn't right. do this. I wow. thought I could just do this and do that. Right. So I see it as that, like, the wife and I were saving our folks, man, mm. winding up in a system that you can't get out of. That's right. right. That's right. right. That's right. Right. Simple thing to put you in the system now you can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you never answered me on the on that. Come on, on yeah, come back. Like, if you already have, yeah. So like for people that already, is there any remedy for people yes. that already have a record? So meaning a felony, or gun ownership. Yeah, there, yeah. There are like we have a friend of ours who actually went through a TC counseling with him. He had a record, a background. And he hired a lawyer. It was so long ago. He was a lot younger. But now right. he, he was a, was he convicted and he went to jail? I think he did, yeah. He was convicted. He went to jail. He got a lawyer. I mean, he changed his complete life around. He is now actually uh, a TC counselor along with Jarrell, mm-hmm. where he can actually train people uh, to become instructors. But right. he did get his record clean, expunged, and things of that nature. But he went through a process. And I've heard of another uh, client of ours that came through the training. Her uh, her partner was doing the same uh, thing. So we don't really know the details uh, that you would have. It to- can be done. It's not. It, a- can, be done. it can be done, it's brother. Possible. In some cases, it can be done. You just yeah. and, some- and someone interested in uh, purchasing a gun legally. Um, that the, having a record shouldn't dissuade them from a, a, at least attempting. They can come to NAGA and you'll be able to help them navigate or at least point them in the direction of the way that they can go to, to make that legal purchase. Absolutely. Listen, brother, I take it so serious that when people come to me and they don't have a firearm, they're like, Jarrell, I want to get a firearm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Man, I will drive them to the, I'll take them to the store. Yeah. <laughs> he does and since we we started that gun talk 
um, we've trained about over 300 people. Mm. It's been so beautiful. And then since we've joined NAGA, it's been really great too because it, 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 it's a gun club for people. So we're inspiring even more people. Not only are we training people through our business and that gun talk, but now we're creating a gun club where monthly we have meetings where we're inspiring people and helping them grow and not just, uh, we're, they're not alone. Mm. We're here for them. And there's, there's, again, there's NAGAs in over 150 states. Wow. So it's really great. It's really, it's real powerful. Mm. And I can tell you what, brothers, when we went to the SHOT Show up in um, Las Vegas, SHOT Show is one of the biggest gun sh industry shows in the world, right? So we went this year with Naga to represent Naga there at, a, at a, the first time of Naga being at Chacho at Chacho had her own booth and everything. Wow. And we were received pretty pretty well. Pretty well, man. Very, very well. But you that know, I'm, I'm sorry, let me ask you this. Just a quick question then. Right now, the NRA, they're having difficulty. You know, they have yeah. they're having problems. And I think a lot of people, and I think you kind of alluded to it mm -hmm. with the, the shooting that happened right? when you were a member. Say it again, Mike. I think that's financial. Right. I mean, but not only that, though, but I think even politically. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this then. And you mentioned, I think you, 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 do, you the organization is open to everyone. You do have white members, et cetera. Yes. Do you find now that some people that are turned off from the NRA, from their political stance, from their all of the shenanigans, are they turning to NAGA? Are you seeing that at all? Um, not necessarily so. No. OK. I mean, NRA is so large, bro. It's so large that not necessarily so, you okay. know. But, but you know, like I was told, there are bad apples there, mm -hmm. and, it's just like and, everywhere. And, and it's like it's like it's everywhere. But and and, and people are actually working to get some of these bad apples out. Right, right. You right. know, okay. But that's everywhere. Everywhere you go, you always got you know that little bad apple and right. pluck it out before right. the whole bunch. Just to be expected. And right. you know what? There's a sister. She's a friend of ours. She's uh, you know, she has a lot of certification in NRA, right? And she was at uh, a gun convention or something like that, you know, way out in the suburbs. And she started getting, you know, threatened by, um, was, it, was that her house? Mm -hmm. mm. No, 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 it was no, no. This, this, this situation she was getting threatened by, she was out and she was getting threatened by some other people in the community. Wow. Oh, wow. And she said, you know who came to my rescue? The people that you thought wouldn't come to my rescue. They stood beside me. The rednecks, the ones you thought would not stand with me, mm. they stood with me to make sure these mm. people didn't bother me. Nice, mm. nice. Because right. we were connected in this two-way thing, and I'm an NRA member. Mm. But they stood mm. with us. She said, "You know what? That meant a lot to me." Right. True. They stood with me. So I was right. like, "Wow, that's respect." Okay, that's respect. Some of those these are some of the stories that we don't hear, though. You know true, I mean? true, right, true. Or at least right. enough of enough of. Right. Right. Tay, yeah. did you have something? No, no, no. I was okay. just. Uh, you know, no, I was yeah. just. Uh, I, I had a question. Um, sure. So uh, you, you mentioned that you do this training monthly. So is this for members only? Would is this for people who are interested in finding out about the organization? Are these monthly meetings in all the different chapters? Like, can Terry go to one in North Carolina, and you have one here in Philly? You know, how how does that work? Sure. So, um, so we have a business that Gun Talk where we host concealed carry classes monthly uh we we host basic handgun courses and then we and then with naga uh the national african-american gun association which my husband he's the president of the chapter here in philadelphia we host meetings monthly where we have our members come in uh we talk about what's going on we talk about our future we talk about uh, you know our beliefs and we just kind of inspire people but we also uh, shoot down the range and we get practice in and we have new members come in monthly. It's been really amazing, but it's just really a great way uh, to help us understand our two a rights um, and come together as a family in this. And uh, just kind of, we, we actually even have like the um, nest that we're building. So what the nest is, is helping people know who is in your community that can help you if something goes down, right? Wow. If we have a natural oh, like disaster. That. Like yes, nice. yeah, so if there's a awesome. natural disaster, who has water? How are we prepared? How are we emergency prepared? Right. Mm. So yes, yeah. these are things that we do through NAGA. And we still also have the opportunity to train people in our communities. They they join, you can join a chapter wherever you live. People join a chapter here, they join our chapter here in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. And it's just 
it's it's amazing. It's amazing to see how many people are really ready to uh, right. take ha uh, having groups, having groups, and and being able to you know communicate or to know that you have a, a contact outside of your normal mm -hmm. circle. That's yes. big. Yes, and, it's and, big, and that's also a good segue into our next topic about uh, black militias. Mm. Mm. Nice, nice. Mm. You, you, you know, like, um, so, so I have questions. I'm sure that we have black militias the same yes. way that we have white militias. Yes. But what is the, so in my opinion, a lot of those uh, white militias are, seem to be anti-government, anti-racist. I mean, or, you know. Racist. Racist and anti-government. Mm -hmm. uh, but the black militias seem to be more, uh, for protection of, of, of black people. Am, do I have that wrong or, 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 you know, I or am I miss, and, you know, am I, am I misinformed on that? Um, you know, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not really sure on those type of militias like that run like that. Um, because I just, I focus on making sure our people stay safe on the legal side. Mm -hmm. when we do things now you have a right to do things in this, in this country. Absolutely. We like, we have the right to bear arms. Absolutely. We do have the right to do all those things. But I just try to make sure I keep our people on the right side of the track so we don't do nothing stupid because it just takes something small for us to do. And then we're done. Right. You know, right. others can do other things, but we can't right. do all those things. Correct. We then, cannot. You know, then we're done. We will no hope for something. Now we, we lost this privilege or that privilege. So right, I, I'm right. very careful, you know, when we when we when we do the militia. It's not fair, by the way, but yeah. it's no, not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. You know what I mean? Um, that's reality, unfortunately. That's reality. But the other reality is, is that, listen, every black person that's capable to carry a firearm should have a firearm. Mm -hmm. that's that firearm is to defend yourself and mm -hmm. your community right. if need be. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's and what I, I believe. And that's I, what I, I believe. That we have the opportunity to help people to understand how to store firearms, to utilize them properly. And it's not just to protect yourself. There's competition shooting. You can go hunting. There's so many other things to do. And if, if the youth even understood this competition, people get scholarships for school through oh, competition wow. shooting. Mm, you know, mm. there's so much to do besides, uh, you know, use it against each other. Right, right. Oh, I, and that's the thing. If, 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 if people would just learn that well, I'm, when I say people, I'm always referring to our people. And and I, I believe that instead of us killing each other with these guns and these firearms, mm -hmm. we should be using these firearms to protect each other. Mm -hmm. We right. would have a lot less. Right. We would have a lot less crime, a lot less uh, murder. Right. We would have a lot less violence if we just realized that Hey, stop killing your brother, man. Stop, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. stop, right. stop killing him. Stop killing each other. You got that firearm. Protect yourself. And you know, another you know big I mean? piece, another big piece of that, brothers, is that in order, you know, to help defend and protect our neighborhoods, we need black police officers, more black police officers on the force. Uh, mm. to right. police from the neighborhoods. From the neighborhood. Absolutely. We gotta right. police our own community. Agreed. Right. You know, somebody messing with Miss Jones, yo. You messing with Miss Jones? Listen, I know Miss Jones. I know her. I right. Know Ms. Jones. Right. That's right. what I'm talking right. about. And that's, you understand? That's, we and and there's a lot less fear when that's a right. guy from the neighborhood yes. is a cop because he's not scared of Joe down the street. Right. Like, that's that's his son. Joe, we yeah, that's his son's age. Right. Let me right. Go you know what I mean? <laughs> let me go talk. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, turn into a shooting. Exactly. You turn into a shooting. Exactly. Now, so, so do you guys, when you, especially when you get the young that come into your organization, is that something that you guys talk about? Do you talk to them about looking into, especially if you're talking about protecting the community as a whole, do you try to uh, convince them or talk to them about, about joining the force? Absolutely, brother. Yeah, I'm a teacher. <laughs> oh, wow. I teach fifth grade. Okay. So, oh, wow. Nice. So, Catch them early. Catch them early, right. We have, to. we have to. So I talk to them about that. We talk about what's going on in our community. We talk about 
things that are happening. And I, I will ask them, how many of you want to be police officers? Nice. And they're looking at me like, why? Nice. <laughs> and that's the problem. Yeah, but how do we change what we see in our community? Because they're afraid. Like my my students right. are afraid of uh, being shot. Mm. They tell me these type of but things. They, but they have, a, they have an honest fear. Right. It's just that we have to, we have to, we have to change what our young people we we have to change the way our young people are programmed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We, we always we have to we have to make sure that they, you know, because every cop is not bad. I'm not saying exactly, that. exactly, exactly. But in the same thought, those those good cops should be rooting out those bad. Correct. Cops. You know what I mean? There should be no blue wall of silence. You know what That's I mean? Right. There, there, there should right. be no qualified immunity. Right. You know what I mean? We we sh we should have on, on in our police forces, we should have as many people from these specific neighborhoods mm -hmm. as we do, you know, uh people coming from different it, it should be at least That's be a right. mixture, half and mm -hmm. half. Yes, like you, brother. You, you shouldn't yes. be able to police a neighborhood that you that you're scared to be in. You yes. know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. Listen, we need to be able to police our own neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, if we want to see a change, we got to start policing our own neighborhoods. Right. You know, get on the fire department. You know, you don't like right. be, be a firefighter for your neighborhood. Right, right, right. You know. So now, right. yeah. now, now, when you talk to those, the youth in your class, you said fifth graders. So that's close to the, that's about what, tw uh, 10. Right. So is it fear? I mean, they, they just never thought about it. Has anyone ever come to you and say, oh, you know what? Maybe I will consider that. How do they respond to that? Is, is it is it only the fear of being shot or is it a negative? Well, the fear of being shot is just living every day. Right. And, right. and these kids live in, in these kids live in the trenches. Right. Yeah. Okay. right. They okay. see these things in the community. That's Absolutely. Right. And these are the ones who carrying guns too. I mean, you know. And and, and you know what? Fifth, sixth grade. Exactly. And then you have to ask yourself, wow. And if we and if we really stop and put ourselves in in the in the in the shoes of that child who saw his best friend get his mm -hmm. brain blown out. That's right. On a street corner. Mm -hmm. Now he's fearing for his life. Mm -hmm. Somebody offers right. him a firearm. He has to take it. He can take it. Right. Yeah. 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 We really can't really come at him too hard because. You know they're right. trying to survive, right? And I right. say this on this show all the time: it's it's a vicious cycle because you remember in the '80s, it was the crack cocaine. Yes. You know what I mean? Now it's yes. the pills. Yes. So we done. We we lost a whole generation. Well, actually, we lost a couple generations in between between the '80s and now. And yes. these was the same kids who who were carrying these guns now. These, their parents are those kids that we were telling, come on, man, get out the street. Well, here, right. here goes, here goes a couple of dollars. Go to the store for me, just to get them, uh, uh, yes. you know, mm -hmm. from off the corner or get them yes. out of the street. So, yes. it's it, it, it's it's a double-edged sword because it is, bro. It is. You, you know, we 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 have to deal with the mental from these people who who were destroyed right. previously, right. and now. It, the job is trying to build them back up right while still they have you know all these guns access to guns and mm -hmm. violence and, and and the whole nine so it's, it, it's, it's the, kind of it's a the, rough it's the mental or the yeah. lack thereof now yeah, I, right. you mentioned in that in the article that um uh the perfect mix of covid and uh, i forgot the other instance that you you mentioned in the article that drove people to your organization um, oh yeah, Absolutely. you saw that. So, 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 can can you elaborate on that a little bit? Uh, uh, during COVID, oh, you mentioned it. Um, you didn't say a race war, but it was something along those lines. People are afraid that something might be coming, and and you saw right. a big influx of people. Can you elaborate on that? You know, I've been going to the firearm store for a long time, brothers, <laughs> and when COVID hit down. And you know all the stuff that was happening politically hit mm -hmm. down. Um, I've never seen lines so long in my life with mm -hmm. black people in line for firearms. Yes, sir. Uh, it was something in the air that you could feel something was going on. People were feeling this energy going on that I need to at least 
be able to protect myself. Mm. Right. That's Ever since Trump was in shit. office and, and people started to say how they really feel about different issues and how they really feel about different people, I, I think his, his presidency brought out a lot of a lot of uh, uh, tension. Fear. Fear. And tension, tension and right. fear that mm-hmm. was underground, sort of. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It brought right, it to right, the right. surface. Right, right, and, right. And, and, you know, I was, I, I'm like that now. Like, I wish, you know what I mean? Like, man, mm-hmm. do, do whatever y'all want out there. Right. But don't bring it here because right. it ain't going to end well. Right. You know what I mean? Right, and, right, right. And my, my, my thing is, I just, I'm still nervous that we're, because we're coming up on another political season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got the primaries and then you got the, the, uh, the, the, I mean, you got the midterms and then the mm-hmm. primaries mm-hmm. and that seems to be when a lot of this stuff starts to 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 boil over right yeah then what you got these uh you know racist politicians mm-hmm. and these people that are in control mm-hmm. and a lot of times it may it, it, it makes you fearful yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it, it almost like People are going to guard themselves because they think they're going to bl- try to bring slavery back or something crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> right. Like they ought to right. realize it ain't going down like that. Right. Not in 2022. You know. Now, I mean? <laughs> so so when you were in these long lines and you were picking up on these energies from black folk, were, were they were they voicing them or was it just one of the things where you felt like folk were saying, "All right, we we see where this is going." I mean, they were voicing them. Mm-hmm. Like and and the, the majority the, the main reoccurring theme was that I'm afraid. Mm. I don't know what's about to happen. Wow. Okay. Okay. So it's the you know, And I all I know I was running people back and forth to the gun store left and right. Mm. There was a lot and, of fear mongering in line with going on. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like everybody was afraid. Like the lines were ridiculously long. Right. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. Now, and I now, tell you guys. I tell you guys something else. If you remember in 2008 when the housing market crashed and everything mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. they're predicting another crash like that soon. And then you have, you know, the supermarket shelves are barely being filled. Then you have people can't, you know, pay for pay pay to get to work because gas prices are so high. I mean, things are really getting like people are starting to feel strangled. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think what, what and this is me. I think society is going to actually break down one of these days soon, just Listen. because people can't eat. Listen, you know what I mean? this, is, this is why, brothers, it is super important to understand how to be able to survive. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you mentioned that earlier about water, who has water, you know, how to grow food, things of that nature. You have to know those things. You have to. A lot you of us don't to. know those things, bro. We don't know. How to go we hunt? We planted seeds today, bro. <laughs> we planted seeds today, hey, man. Listen, a lot of us don't know that, man. We have to yeah, know how to sir. be able to survive or something like that should happen. Yeah, I grew up yeah. with my dad hunting. Like I used to see deer. I tell people, I, I was like, I was two years old riding in the truck with a gun next to me. Right, I saw that. Yeah, it's about to be different out here, and I, you know, I, I mean, I, think I about just, this. I just, I just feel sorry for the people that are going to. Who, who are who are sleeping? You know what I mean. Is it's gonna be rough? I mean, check this out. Look at Ukraine when they when they in, in the war. They started throwing civilians' guns here. Use this. Mm-hmm. Use right. this. Yeah. Right. Not use it or not. Use this. Right. Yeah. So you know, yeah. my thing is, we can't be afraid of firearms, brothers and sisters. We can't be. Can't um, be. You know, we we have them again to do various things with them: hunt, competition, protection, but. You know, I encourage you, my brothers, and, and especially my brother, to look into get yourself a firearm mm-hmm. and get training because it'll make you right, feel right. better. Right, right, right. I got it. It'll you. make I you feel you. better. You'll feel like, okay, wow, okay, this is really not mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Okay, right. now I can start teaching other people, hey, hey, don't do that. Don't point that gun in the direction. Take your finger mm-hmm. off the trigger. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Right. You can start right. giving those it's things. But, 
I'd rather you have something to protect yourself just in case. Mm. Yeah. You understand? Okay. Home invasions happen at, and when All I teach you, when home invasion happens, you are going to be your family's first responder. Mm. Mm -hmm. yes, here in time. Yeah, you better know it. <laughs> They're not going to get you in time. They're not going to get you in time. Right. right. And you can't be fumbling around looking for it. And 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 you know, oh, let me go. No, nah, man. When it, yeah. when it when it when the rubber meets the road, it, yo, it's go time. It's, it, brothers, look, it's so much that people don't understand. Somebody breaks into your home. The first thing we normally think we should do is go look for that person. Wrong. Mm -hmm. Wrong. Get, you, get, you get yourself to a safe room with your family, right. lock that right. door, get your defense weapon, mm -hmm. uh, your defense firearm, dial 911. Right, right. Mm. And stay in that Come location these, because if you leave that location, these dudes up, right? <laughs> exactly. You leave this, you leave that location. Nine times out of ten, is more than one person in your house. Mm. Right. You might not see the other person that's going to go ahead and get you. Right. Now nine one one to come pick them up. They put <laughs> have a flashlight in your have a flashlight in your safe room and your keys to your door. Mm. When the police come, I'm in the bedroom. I'm flashing my flashlight. I'm up here. I'm gonna throw my keys down to you. Wow. So I'm gonna stay in this room until you get here. And give nice. them a key, a key word when you know when they enter into the home. It's really it's 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 amazing stuff what training teaches you. We've learned yeah. so much from him being an instructor and us yeah. going to these classes. I'm amazed and I feel prepared for mm. anything. Wow. But or when, when they come in that door and they hear that clack clack, mm -hmm. that'll, that'll be enough to like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Make them mm -hmm. think about that thing too. Uh, avoid, I mean? avoid, avoid, avoid. Right, right. right. <laughs> Listen, you know, I, I, I love teaching our people this because they get liberated. Mm. Right, right, right. They get liberated when they know you know better. You start to do better. They, they, mm. they get liberated. Right. You know what I mean? And they now, feel more confident. Go ahead, brother Stacey. How do people? find out about your organization and uh, how do they reach out to you or if they want to come to the, now one other question, maybe you mentioned it earlier, you answered it earlier. These monthly meetings, these are for members only. So this isn't a meeting that you go to to find out about the information, correct? So now what we do, we do allow people to come sit in on one of our meetings without being a member. Just okay. see if they like it or not. Come okay. sit in. Okay. No problem. Come sit in. You know, and you know, what's another thing I forgot to tell you guys, what's so unique about Naga is that Every member that joins the chapter goes through what's called the new member orientation class. Mm -hmm. And in that new member orientation class, what makes us so different than other organizations is we run you through a slideshow of, of the historical experience of blacks with firearms. Whoa. Oh, that's what you mentioned that. Show yeah. you how far back wow. we've been right. actually working with these firearms. Nice. This nice. is nothing new to our community. Nice. It's to our ancestors. This is, this is, man, this is. It's amazing. It's so, culture. Right. Hey, I wonder is it possible to set up uh, some kind of partnership, uh, you know, with 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 with, with the N, uh, NAA, uh GA. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. You know, because we have a lot of listeners, a lot of people who may. We could put their contact information on the site. Yeah. Put the yes, contact sir. name of the organization, phone number, you whoever you need. I can get you in contact with that. Absolutely. Oh, you know oh, what, Knight? Also, maybe also, uh, while we're at it, get the in contact information for the one in North Carolina, because I know, I know that gotcha. my brother is going to be yes, reaching sir. out. You know, um, but that, but you know what though, I, I think what what you guys are saying and doing is um, is is good. It's good for the community. It's good, and it's good for the culture. Like you said, um, don't be afraid of it. You know, th there are practical reasons to have a firearm. Like you said, it's yes, not always yes. offensive. It's protection. And yes. it's making well, I've been trying to convince you, know. you for the last, I don't know how long. Uh, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, I mean so you know, you know and, I, and I'm not saying. The dark side, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, I'm not saying I'm going to go out and get one now. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting to hear. The, the other side of it, though, you know, I talk to you, Terry, and we talk about one thing, but to, to hear these things here, you know, it's, it's just a different perspective. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. you'll listen, you listen to them, but you ain't going to nah, listen to you, me. Because listen, when y'all not it. on, let me tell you what Terry said. When y'all not I'm on, just, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be standing on the bottom of my driveway with my gun. You know, it's, that's Terry. <laughs> See, right now he's putting on a conversation. You know. to protect my property. I'm not but, a No, not at the bottom of the driveway, Terry. Jarrell said go into a safe Correct. room. He said go into a safe room with your family, call the cops, and wait, meaning not being proactive. 
See, 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 here's, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. And this is what I teach. Here's the thing. If you step outside of your home and take yourself to a situation that happens to result in a deadly shooting, mm. you're going to go to jail. See? And Tell the me. reason why you're going to go to jail is so they're going to say... Even on my property? Mm-hmm. Listen. So I'm going to get to that point. I'm going to get to that point for you. Okay. Um. You're going to go to jail because the prosecuting attorney is going to say, why did you leave your place of safety to go to this situation? You were safe. You left that place, took yourself to the situation. A deadly shooting occurred behind that. When all you had to do was stay inside, call 911, be a good witness. So the Mm -hmm. thing is, you defend lives, not property. Mm, See? Gerald, you know what? I'm going to record this. I'm going to play this over and over again. I need the class. I need (laughs) the class. Right, Be- because that, see that that's a perfect example. Yes, because I thought yes, you know, I got me, you. Me being nice. and I can't plead, and I know I can't plead ignorance in court. Like oh, I know, you know. What right. I mean? But I thought that as long if somebody tried to break into my car, mm-hmm. or you know was coming up my driveway uninvited, or any of that, you know what I mean? I'm I'm like man, brother, you 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 trespass. Thanks, Jarrell. You saved Brother, his life, man. I thought just like you before I was trained. Wow. And I got myself wow, in a situation okay. like this with a young man outside my house sleeping in my Jeep. Oh, so this happened. Oh, okay. What, happened? Damn. That's what, crazy. what, what, what happened? I mean, what? So, wow. I'm in the bed, me and the wife sleep. Six o'clock in the morning, my doorbell rings. My neighbor saying, yo, somebody's sleeping inside your Jeep. And I got a Jeep Wrangler. I had a cover over it because I had a top off. Mm, right. So I... Get up. I get my firearm. I didn't even have my whole shirt. put in my shorts, walked outside, <laughs> took myself to the Jeep, pulled the cover back. The young boy's in there. He had a Hennessy. He drank all the way down to the bottom and some pills. He mm. in the street, knocked out. I could see that he was rummaging through my stuff, but he ain't take anything. Right. And right. this was around, you know, when stuff was going crazy on the street. So I said, yes, sir. I said, yo, yo. I said, come on, man, get up. I said, come on. You know, young brother, I said, just go ahead, man. I said, just go. I said, go ahead. Just go ahead. So he walked right, away. Right, right. He like, man, where am I at? I'm like, wow, he don't even wow. know where he is. He don't even you know? know where he at. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he don't even know where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, guys. I, I gotta get the screen back. Hold on. I'm sorry. Okay, there we, we can go. still see you. All right, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. um he walked away and then he turned back around and said, Yo, I gotta get something out that Jeep. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, man, you're not going back in the Jeep. And he was like, I gotta get something out that effing Jeep and threw his stuff down and out, pulled my pistol out, told him, back up. Mm. Back up, you know. He was like, "Oh, you gonna pull a pistol on me? Oh, you gonna pull a pistol out on me?" Then I realized this young boy ain't gonna do nothing. Right, exactly. Right, so right, I put the right, pistol yeah. back in my pocket, and then a young boy came and tried to grab it out of my pocket. Mm, see, no, that's a problem. Uh, that's a problem. Tried to yes. take it from me. I just pushed mm. him away. Mm. My neighbors were out there. They called the police. My wife was out there with her pistol in her hand. And like Bonnie and Clyde. And you know the cops came and they arrested him. Um, I went and spoke to the young brother. I said, "Brother, listen." That could have went out. Oh, I said, "I don't want to shoot you. I don't want to kill you. Right. My son's your age. Right. Wow. Right. That's me. I don't want to kill you, brother. I want you to do better. Don't do this, man." Mm-hmm. He apologized to me while he was in the back of the police car. They took him off and everything. But then when I got training, I realized if I would have shot that boy, we wouldn't be talking today. Wow, see? Wow. Nice. I left my place of safety, took myself wow. to that situation to defend my property. Property. And look, wow. most states will allow you to defend your property. They just right. don't allow, most states won't allow you to use deadly force mm. to defend your property. Okay, I got wow. you. Know what I'm saying? So the yeah, I'm, 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 going, I'm going to sign up for sure. Man. Nice. Listen, I, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, I brother. Need, I need that. I need all the information so, I can get. It's <laughs> so liberating when you get that information and you know what you're doing. Right, right, liberating. Come on through online courses. Wait, say it again. So we're gonna can can you text over then because we're winding things down. Can you text over the contact information, the website, or any pertinent information you think that we'll need so that we can put it on our website? Because this right here and Terry. Terry usually waits a little while to get the stuff up, but I get the feeling that this will yeah, be the quickest that he's ever moved. <laughs> this will be, be the quickest he's ever moved. Well, <laughs> right, so, and Carice, we coming down to the end of the hour. 
But I just want to thank you guys right. for coming Absolutely. on. I really appreciate all the information that you give us. Maybe, you know, later on down the road, once I'm a full member and everything like that, <laughs> we can have y'all back on again and we can wrap well, more. That would be and great, brother. Maybe man. with some solutions for these young cats. Yes, yes. Uh, to stop killing each other. Yes, Stacy, mm -hmm. Terry, thank you guys so much for what you do. Thank you for representing our communities, brothers. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate Keep it. Going yeah. Hey, we need you, bro. We we will. Now, any closing words from you two? Is there anything that y'all want to say in closing? One thing I want to say is that listen, for our people, family. It's okay to own a firearm. Mm. You just need education and training. Nice. That's it. It's okay. You don't own anything unless you can protect everything. Whoa. Damn. Nice. That's right. nice. That's <laughs> nice. You don't own anything <laughs> unless you can protect everything. Right, right. All right? So, you know, check us out, www.guntalk.com. Check us out. Um, check out Naga. Naga. Uh, N-A. N-A-A. G G yeah, that name, that name, man. You know, we African American gun association, uh, association. NAAGA dot CO. Okay, and I just want to give a shout out to all the ladies really quickly because we are standing up and we are coming through so strong. I'm so proud of you yes. coming out, yes, and uh. I have so much love. We have so much love for you. And I'm just That's so right. proud of you all coming out and getting training. That's right. When we go, we going together. That's right. Yeah. That's, That's right. right. We love our community. We love our people, baby. Yes. And we'll, and we'll, right, we'll put that information up. Uh, text everything over. We'll okay. put it up. And in closing, I, again, I just want to echo what T.L. said. Thank you for very, very much for joining us. And and with, with the, some of the things you said, you speak to those people in the middle. You know, I'm one of those folk that kind of, you know, just in the middle, just doing my thing and and to hear that that calm head and and those uh, that information presented that way, it, it does make a difference. So I'm sure that some of our listeners will feel the same way I do, as far as you know, that's something to truly, truly consider. Absolutely. So yeah, we want to thank y'all for what y'all do. We're gonna put it out there, and um, we we appreciate everything. Thank you, family. All right, everybody. Uh, thank y'all for joining okay. us. Y'all be safe. Uh, thank y'all for getting this information with us. And uh, as always. Just remember that love is the new black. We'll see y'all next week. And thanks for coming to our digital neighborhood. That's right, y'all. So once again, uh, I'd like to thank you all for joining in. We hope you enjoyed yourself. We hope you enjoyed the information that was given. Uh, like we said earlier, the information is going to be put on the website. Check it out. Consider joining. They have uh, chapters everywhere. Um, so check it out. Uh, it's something to consider. I'm going to consider it. And uh, we're going to move forward. Don't forget, you can catch us on all of the major platforms. We still have merchandise available. We'll see you all next week, same time. All right, we out. Peace.